Welcome to the Food Whisperer, the podcast that helps you retrain your brain for healthy eating and exercise. I'm Kate, a sports nutritionist and founder of Nutrition Queensland. Join me for practical tips, real life success stories and interviews with people from all walks of life that will help you to crave healthy food and feel excited about moving your body. Let's get started. Today, I want to bring you just one thing that could save your life. If you're with me often, you would have heard from Kate Pierce, her voice. She brings you and me the incredible nutritional advice each month for just one thing. She was diagnosed with a basal cell carcinoma about 10 years ago and had been proactive in treating it through natural means and an incredibly healthy diet. Kate, a former nurse, is bright and bubbly and energetic, but the next dramatic step in her treatment course caused her to retreat and to hide her face. Kate shared with me what happened after a checkup on the BCC when it was found that it had spread. The first surgery was in two years ago. It was just multiple surgeries, one after the other. So I had the first surgery. They thought they got it all out. Uh, they checked the margins. They hadn't. So I had mm. to go back in two weeks later and have it even more cut out. That's when they had to go into the facial tissue and the muscle and mm. things like that. It was a horrendous in many different levels, especially because I didn't want to go down that path, mm. but I had not had to, it's not the right word, but I chose to. Mm. So I had to deal with that and just the complete disfiguration of my face, what it left me with, the swelling, and everyone said it won't be as bad just give it time to heal. But in the moment, that mm. doesn't help. I looked in the mirror and I couldn't even see me. Mm. And then prophylactically, they wanted to hit me with radiation mm -hmm. because it was, they said it was an aggressive type of BCC, skin cancer. And they said, look, we, you don't want to have to come back. And that to me, I would have said in the past, I would never do anything like mm. that. But the time comes, right? And it's a total different ball game. You think about your kids, you think about your life, everyone else, and I couldn't risk it. Mm. No matter how much I did not want that radiation, it went against all of my beliefs. In the time, I, I couldn't risk it. Mm. And life was throwing me signs to do it. The world has a way of doing that, doesn't totally. it? I would never have done that. The way I eat now is actually incredibly different to the way I ate back then. Okay. Yeah, I ate organic mm. and I was vegan. But for my type of body, because I was eating the carbohydrates, no meat, not much protein, it was too much sugar. I was eating a lot of the rices and things like that, a lot of the fruits, a lot of the fruit smooths, a lot of the juices. Mm. And one thing I've learned is if you're trying to heal cancer, you, you want to eliminate all sugar. It mm. helps to feed it. I thought I was doing the right thing. Mm. I was doing my best. It wasn't the right thing yeah. for me. But I have found since learning and studying and why couldn't I heal this and what mm. went on, I learn about the, the blood sugar, which is often what I talk yes, about. Yes, you do. Um, and even that, doing that has changed my life. And I always think, I wonder, but <laughs> <laughs> no regrets, right? <laughs> so that's, that's how it stemmed mm. from. And it, yeah, it took a terrible hit on my ego, my self-belief, my self-confidence. What am I about anymore? Yeah. Um, Who am I? Yeah, totally. But yeah. You have two incredible little humans. How yeah. were they through all of this? So I probably didn't see them for the first two weeks. Mm -hmm. I had blood everywhere on my face. My whole face was covered in stitches. I had a hose going up my nose. And 
I didn't want them to see me like that. It was too probably mm. just too scary a little bit. Because they're, they're, they're little too. Yeah, they're little. They were little at the time. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. But once I had the pipe out, I could clean my face. I took the blood away. I even think I took the stitches out. Once I had done that, I still had this flappy thing for my nose. But I thought, ah, oh, that'll be right. And you know me, I'll, I'll just yeah. be chirpy and whatever. And for a while I had a bandage. I would wear a bandage. And um, I thought, right, I'm going to show them. So I took it off. And they're kids. They don't really care. They said, oh, mum, you have a goblin nose. And I went, yeah, I know, right? (sighs) And we laughed and joked. And (laughs) then that's it. Then it's still mum. I'm just mum. And honestly... That's that was it. Yeah, I just owned it. You've got a goblin nose. Yes, I do. Yes, and that, was, that was it. You find the humour. Totally right. Yeah. What do you think's the biggest thing that you learnt out of all of this? Oh, my biggest thing that I've learnt is uh, balance mm. and discernment in life. So I took a lot of advice from um, people that for a long time told me not to go the medical route, and I didn't question that. I was on that path. I was sticking to that path and that's all I was going to do. There were other people that would drop comments. Maybe the med... Nope. Didn't want to hear it. So I actually originally am a nurse. Mm -hmm. So I went from being incredibly medicalized to only teaching people health through medication. Life then changed that for me when I got... Not to do with my face, but I got a little bit sick and the medicine wouldn't work for me anymore. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh crap. So I went down the natural path and it healed me. So all of a sudden I went from being medicalized to natural. Then this happened. So I was just natural. Mm. So I'd never really learned the balance of it was either black or white. Um, And I spoke to someone and they said, Kate, you got to learn to see the gray. Mm. (laughs) It doesn't have to be one way or the other. You can eat beautifully healthy food, but when you need some medical assistance, take it. Like, Mm. so for me, it was seeing the gray area of life and not being so rigid in my thinking. I assume it started lots of conversations and probably given a lot of people are like, oh, I better go get that checked. Yeah, whenever I would tell someone, they would always say, oh, I should go and maybe get it checked or something like that. Yeah, I was very lucky that it was a e- easy, I don't know if that's the right word, but a very simple skin cancer and I had the ability to leave it long without it killing me. But you, you talk about someone that ha- might have a melanoma or something, totally different ball game, mm. and that's where it's important to have yourself checked. You can make your own mind up yes. what you do, but knowledge is power. Yeah, don't be afraid and kind of have discernment. Follow what you think's right for you and see the grey area and you can do a little bit of both. And talking about it, I never talked about it ever to anyone. No one even knew till eight years later when this happened. Many of your best and closest and nearest and dearest oh. didn't even know what what had happened and how everything went down. Yeah, correct. I just didn't. Um, my mum came over from Adelaide and that was the only person that was allowed in the house. She mm. was on watch. I actually was so worried a friend would come over to visit me and I just didn't want that. But now, as again, I feel better and stronger and... Um, I was telling you that I had a business coach. She said, what's your block? Mm. And I said, showing my face. And um, she said, right, well, that's the first thing you do. And she said, you'll be surprised at how many people you'll help just through doing that. Mm. So she said, you've got two weeks. And she said, I want you to make a story about what happened to read me. And I don't have to hide anymore, right? Mm. Um, And I know it's still hard for me, but I know how much it has healed. How important is it for you now to make those choices, but to also support other people on their wellness journey? Oh, so much. 
especially help women. Just education really is key. Mm. You know, a lot of people think they're eating the right breakfasts and right things like that. But uh, when you read labels and different things like that, um, no, there's a lot to be learned. For me, it's so much coming back to balance. What would you say to somebody who's listening along and maybe in a similar situation where they're sort of facing some serious choices about something that's happening with their health or their life or something like that. How did you start that realisation of finding the grey? I didn't really have the awareness of finding the grey until (laughs) after. (laughs) Oh, I found the (laughs) grey. Surprise! Um, I'm a big believer in signs and life kept telling me, like my son, he would randomly say, could you do surgery on a fly mum? And all my mind would hear was do surgery because I started to th- open up to the fact that I could do that, that that's another option for mm-hmm. me. You said a couple um, of words to me just a moment ago about you help people get their spirit and their strength back. Strength, yes. And I think that that perfectly describes you. So it's uh, it's yeah, so lovely. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that's why my motto is like helping people get their mojo back. Yeah. Um, because... Mojo is everything. That's our fun. Mm. That's our strength. That's our spirit. That's that's life. There's so much beauty. That's Kate Pierce from nutritionqueensland.com there, encouraging you to get that check and to take the action and to question everything.